the CGR podcast. Aphrodite Essence is a sexual wellness and relationship enhancement company. I'm actually hoping we're going to embarrass Nibula a little bit. Tell us, how mild or how wild would you like it? <laughs> you need to go into this with your eyes open. So let's say you want to start a business. Ask the questions, listen to the experts and get some guidance and advice. This is the CGR podcast and today um, I have a really pretty lady in the studio with me. I'm actually hoping we're going to embarrass Mvula a little bit, but he says he's not easily embarrassed. So we're just going to see if that's true. But anyway, so my my guest today is Odette and Odette actually runs a company, well she owns a company called Aphrodite Essence and it's a really interesting company guys. I went to a lingerie party which was on, when was it? Thursday. It was on Thursday, yes. Yeah. And it was very, very cool. I didn't actually expect it to be that cool. So it was just normal ladies that were actually um, modeling lingerie. And it was a ladies-only event, which was great because, you know, you didn't have to worry about the guys. I think there was a, one guy that was actually doing the music, but he wasn't allowed to look the poor soul. I don't know how he actually knew what he needed to do when, but he, shame, he did his thing. And... Um, one of the things I can tell you is that, you know, okay, firstly, you have to see this girl, right? Odette is gorgeous, right? So at the end of her lingerie show, she's actually in the lingerie as well. Guys, it's awesome. You have to watch this. So I'm going to organize a party with her, and we'll speak about that later. But for now, actually, just let me welcome her to my podcast, and thank you for coming. We had to sit in traffic for this, so yeah. And, um, yeah, so now she's going to tell you a little bit about herself and her company and what she does. And, yeah, I'm just going to ask questions because I'm interested as well. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Chantal. So, yes, um, Aphrodite Essence is a sexual wellness and relationship enhancement company. We pretty much educate and empower people about their sexuality, help them understand their bodies, help them have fun with their significant other or with themselves, whether they're in a relationship with themselves or with someone. And um, we do it in the, f- the absolute most fun way through our parties. So we do ladies' night parties, bachelorettes, baby showers, girls' night out. For those that are back on the market, yes, we do back on the market parties as well. Okay, we need to organize one of those. Absolutely. And then, of course, we do couples date night parties. So the couples can actually learn together. And our our parties are slightly different, but it's catered to the audience and um, obviously what we want to achieve, depending on the type of party that it is. And yes, we do have lingerie parties as well. Okay, so let's start with, because now the interesting part is I usually um, speak about the ladies night parties or the baby shower parties or the girls night out parties or whatever. But you just mentioned the couples date night parties. Explain those to me. So couples date night parties is basically the exact same way that we run our ladies night parties, except couples can come. So whether, um, and it's all types of couples, we don't discriminate. So if it's, you know, LGBT community, if you are, you know, um, monogamous couple, you can come. And we basically teach you different things about bod- your body. We teach you about different types of um, things that can affect your body and how it actually helps or might not help you in the bedroom. Um, and then obviously how to spice things up. 
with your Which significant other. obviously the part I was getting to. That's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, for the couples, right? Have you thought of, or I don't know, maybe you do have this, right? Because I was thinking about it now the other day. And, yeah, I just told you a story now where I'm now the, 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 the biggest culprit for actually mentioning something, you know, these toys things. Well, which we were literally going to discuss in my After Dark segment of this. But I just actually want to know, have you ever thought of putting together a box? Like, you know, like a date night box for you and, like, as a couple, right? So you have this box and it has, like, the little toy type things in, like maybe one toy and the, the dice game thing. And then, you know, maybe a small bottle of champagne or whatever it is. I don't know. That sounds like a really good business plan to me. Absolutely. Yes, we do have um, boxes. Uh, we've got different boxes. So we've got a date night box. We also have boxes for the bride-to-be. We've got um, birthday boxes. And it all just depends on we can curate it according to your needs. So we would sit, we do a consultative purchasing option and all purchases are private. Um, so you tell us how mild or how wild would you like it? And we would then put that gift box together for you. Wrap it up, everything. If you want to send it as a gift to your significant other, then it would be gift wrapped and shipped to them um, wherever they want it. Obviously, the box comes in another box that is very discreet. So even if it does yeah. go to their workplace, they, nobody would know what it is they're receiving unless, of course, they open and show everybody. Okay. So my my biggest question, well, I have lots of questions, I won't lie. But okay, so one of the questions I have is what made you start your company? So I actually have been doing this long before I started my company. Um, COVID actually led to me starting my own company, but I've been doing this prior to 2020. And the reason that I had started in the beginning was because um, I was going through a divorce and I was um, in a dead-end job and you never knew if you were going to have a job the next day if you woke up. I had a teenage son. I was a single mom. I was a law student. And it was all of these financial burdens that I was carrying. Um, and my salary simply couldn't keep up. It so, was just too much month and too little money. Exactly. So I needed something to supplement my income. And um, also to kind of have a backup plan just in case my J-O-B folded. And with us, J-O-B means something entirely different. I'm sure you understand. Just <laughs> over broke. That's exactly what I was at. <laughs> so um, that's how I started it, really just to make a means to an end. But over time, the impact that I had that people started um, giving me feedback on and um, just telling me, hey, you saved my marriage, you saved my life. Uh, that was that gave me a great sense of purpose, way more than what the money did. And I found meaning and I found purpose. And um, it just became a passion. So over a period of time, I was able to then retire my job, fire my boss with my business, because it's simply the money that I made from that, just empowering people and educating people. That was phenomenal, and it was able to take over my salary, and I was able to go full-time into my business. And it was a good thing because the company that I had retired myself from three months later had gone under. 
So it was a great backup plan to have. Well, not just a great backup plan, it but was I like dodged a great a plan. <laughs> Absolutely. So it's always good to have a plan B, um, especially under the circumstances that we, we're currently living in in our economy and just the way the world is today. So that got me started. The company that I was with at the time, because of COVID, could no longer stay in the country. It was an international company. And um, it was the perfect opportunity for me to kind of get started in this. And I was like, hey, there's still so many people that need what we have to give. And there's a lot of, there was probably about over 500 business owners like myself that lost their business. And it wasn't just the money. Um, It was so much more. And so there was a market, there was a need, and that's what I did. I started and filled the need. Okay, so I'm actually going to mention the company that it was. That that was Pure Romance because that's yes. how I actually met you because I actually posted on my page that what happened to Pure Romance. And I actually am interested. Why did they pull out of the country? Um, it just became um, a struggle just because of the way the economy has been in during the pandemic. It became harder and harder and harder for them to to stay in in our country, not just, you know, in our business, but uh, yeah, it was it was a financial decision that they made. There was just so many hurdles that they couldn't, especially with the pandemic, making it so much harder for them. And yet, you would actually think that the pandemic was the perfect time to actually sell lots of these sexual wellness toys, because, in all honesty, I think I started my after dark topics in in lockdown, and it was just it was just somebody had sent in something, and it was just. A very interesting. It was one. It was a one-liner question, and I thought, okay, I'm going to post it, and then it just went crazy. And after that, it was like, okay, let's do one. And then people started sending in, like you know, messages in terms of what their challenges were in their relationships, in their marriages, for themselves. There's a lot of, um, like, I've got one in my inbox now where the girl is saying she's now divorced, she's now single, but she's healed and she just does not know how to get back into the dating market. So all of those kind of things, like, you know, just become part of the, 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 the way that, you know, it just contributes to your to your mental health. And I think sexual health and mental health are the same thing, to be honest with you. I think they actually feed into each other because, yeah. I mean, if you look at it, when you're in a bad relationship, your mental health takes a knock. Absolutely. If, if you if there's you know if there's problems in you know in the bedroom, it actually gives it, it takes it you it, you know takes that relationship to the point where you now have problems in your relationship because you know whether it's the, both partners or whether it's one partner, there's always a problem, and then that also you know it might lead to cheating, and then you've just got like everything just you know it's like a domino effect. Yeah. So. Tell me how important sexual health is in terms of your mental health. It's exactly what you said. It goes hand in hand. Um, your physical health, your mental health, your emotional health all ties into your sexual health and well-being. Um, you know, if you have someone who was in an abusive relationship or perhaps who had a traumatic experience, may have been raped or abused or molested as a child, having a relationship as an adult is very difficult for them mentally, emotionally. And, you know, trying to relate to that person and trying to open up, um, there's so many reasons that 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 could happen. Your lifestyle, having a healthy lifestyle can affect you. 80% of men who have experienced erectile dysfunction have actually had a heart attack. 
So that is a sign in the bedroom already that can lead to a health issue. You know, if you if you told me that you're a diabetic, I would know exactly what type of sexual dysfunctions you would experience in the bedroom. So um, it's all of those things. Stress is one of probably one of the biggest factors that can contribute to low libido or um, any type of other sexual issues that men and women both experience. You know, the inability to have an orgasm, for example. And and that's a huge, huge thing for, I think, for men especially if they're not able to orgasm. Um, but the numbers are rising particularly um, with men now in terms of the sexual issues that they encounter. So, yes, mental health, physical health, emotional health all tie into your sexual health. They all kind of weaved into each other. Okay, so this is not just for girls? No, no, not at all. Yeah. Well, that's interesting because I actually did think it was just for girls. No, sexual health affects everybody. I mean, I'm talking about your company and the and the products that yeah. you have, and you know, like when I'm listening to you speak about it, and I mean, you obviously are very, very well versed in the stats and you know the problems that there are in relationships and that people experience in general, and that's great because I don't think I've ever heard the stats, and that's quite shocking actually. Um. But I mean, when when I was at this party, this this lingerie fashion show that you did. Okay, guys, I need to explain what this lingerie fashion show um, was. Okay, so firstly, I've got um, Odette Newman in the in the studio with me, and she is she is well, she owns a company called Aphrodite Essence, and they deal with sexual wellness. Um, they also do parties, so you know, baby showers, you know, girls' night out, all of those type of things. Um, you're going to have to go back to the to, to the beginning of this podcast and you'll know exactly why you need to listen to the whole of the podcast so you know exactly what she does. But okay, so when we when I was at this fashion show, because you did a lingerie, lingerie fashion show like last week, Thursday, what was most eye-catching was the fact that these were just normal women. So they literally have... Um, you know, they were all different body types. So it was, it was, it was, you know, it wasn't just you need to be thin and tall and sexy and whatever because sexy was all of them, actually, all different sizes and they were all sexy. I mean, there was this one girl and I mean, I, I told you about her afterwards yeah. and I actually, you actually called her to me. Yeah. She was like, I don't know how old, you, how, how old was she? she she's was, in her 40s. Yeah, so she's in her 40s. She's curvy, okay? She's not, she's not fat. She's curvy. And this girl was so sensual and so sexy. And I mean, she was she was modeling with younger girls that were thinner, that had that were taller, that, you know, that that were obviously um, what society would consider the perfect body. And yet she was more sexy. I just honestly thought she was the most sexy girl out of the out of the lot, which is great, guys. You need to see the lingerie as well. So explain to us about the lingerie. I just want, like, just two seconds of, well, a little bit more than two seconds. But, yeah, just tell us about the different types of lingerie because there was different types and all of them were super sexy. Yeah, so um, the lingerie, we, we took a great deal of time when we made our selection for lingerie because we wanted to meet our current market, you know, um, both the flat-chested and the curvaceous woman, um, the voluptuous woman, um, and it's something that fits every body type. So for us, it's not about size. What really matters is your body type and um, 
also we tie we try to tie it into your personality because you know some people obviously are more modest and then you have the more you know um fiery type of woman she's or you're the flirty or the the playful type but the lingerie um all of it we've got two collections we've got a dreaming lace collection and then we've got a garden of love collection the garden of love was what we brought in for valentines and um so yes there's different types of there's baby doll chemises there's teddies there's robes um really any type of of um lingerie piece uh, we've got hosiery as well yeah no you you had this this particular you had this this um, fishnet yeah but it had like sparkles on yes so it wasn't it was actually like a beige guys it was like you know like a skin color type of color but then it had like um like yeah, Mantes or yeah, yeah rhinestones. rhinestones. So it looked all shiny and everything, and it was beautiful. It was just so stunning. But these are, and I must tell you, right? This is not the China, China's. You know, when you go to China World and you get, um, you get all of this lingerie. It's not like that. It's really, really great quality. It's beautiful. I mean, everybody wore something different, and. Everything seemed to work in with, like you said, their personalities. And the minute they had it on, because I saw the girls before, and the minute they actually were in the lingerie, and guys, I must tell you, when they were practicing, they had on these gowns, these thick gowns, you know, the pink gowns that we always say <laughs> colored women should the get towering. rid of. Yeah, <laughs> they had those on, right? And then when they when the music started and they were in the lingerie, the confidence levels. Shot just up. shot up like completely. And that's the reason I actually have Odetia. It was the one thing that I really know that we need to do as females in our community is work on our confidence levels. And we come through so much. You know what I mean? We come mm-hmm. through a divorce. We come through just crazy relationships with people that, you know, just obviously were not worthy of us. And actually learning and remembering who we are mm-hmm. and embracing who we are and embracing our flaws and making them work for us. Because confidence is not something, it's not about how skinny you are, or how tall you are, or whether you can walk on aisles. I can't. So it's not about that. It's mm-hmm. literally just about how sexy do you feel? How confident do you feel? How good do you feel about yourself? And your products do that. Yeah. So, you know, that was one of the most important things. A confident woman is a sexy woman. And people don't have to know what you're wearing underneath for them to see your confidence just exude because it automatically just exudes. And um, the lingerie piece is really, the re- I mean, we spoke about what is some of the reasons that you should actually invest in lingerie. It's one of the most feminine things that you can do for yourself. It's an act of self-love. It brings out your inner sex goddess and um, just so many other reasons that you would want to buy a piece of lingerie. Yes, we all have our favorite bra, you know, the one that has the wire, the one wires out and, I, I and you've got the lopsided. <laughs> but they're so comfy, you know. You've got your, your best pair of bottoms and... They are so stretched out, the elasticated is worn out. It's probably hanging down to your knees, but it's so comfy, you know. Um, and, and that's okay to have. But then there's other times when you just want to feel like a goddess. And wearing something like that is going to do that. And we've taken a lot of time in selecting the pieces as well as the quality checks that go into it. So we go through it goes through a rigorous quality check before we put anything out on the market. Um, 
And every single piece stretches because we know as women, our bodies fluctuate. You know, whether you're going through your 28-day cycle or whether you're, um, you know, pregnant or you've just lost weight or whatever. So our bodies fluctuate regularly. And these pieces are designed in a way that even if you've gained weight or lost weight, you'll still fit very snugly and beautifully into the pieces. Okay, so just to, to remind everybody... The guest I have in studio with me is Odette Newman. She is the CEO of Aphrodite Essence. So they are a sexual wellness um, company. And um, as you can hear, they're obviously lots of fun. And they have products that are lots of fun. And that if you actually get them, they will create lots more fun. I just want to do a quick crossover and just basically speak about one of the sponsors of the show. And that is Simply Smooth. Guys, so simplysmooth.co.za. That's the, you've got to go www.simplysmooth.co.za. They are an online streaming radio station. And Mbula that's sitting here, he actually does the music selection. And let me tell you guys, it's awesome. So they cater for everyone. Like it says, it's smooth music. It's not... Music that is only aimed at a certain like type of person. It's it's just for everybody. I sit there, I listen to it. If I actually listen to ten songs, out of the ten songs, I probably know eight. I know all the words of the eight songs. So you really just need to tune in. It's www.simplysmooth.co.za. You can you can stream it from your your phone. You can stream it from your laptop. And you know what? Stream it from your smart TV when you're cleaning because it is awesome cleaning music as well. So yeah, so www.simplysmooth.co.za. They also have awesome competitions, by the way. So you do really need to go and look at them up. Go like their Facebook page as well. Okay, so back to Odette. Guys, Odette has brought a couple of products here, right? And um, yeah, we're going we're gonna to discuss that in the After Dark topics, right? But she started her own business. So I, this, is, this is one, this is my life hack section. I want to know... What was the the absolute last, you know, the mindset change that said, right, now I'm going on to go and register my company? Because you aren't alone in this company. You've actually got a business partner, right? Yeah. So you had to discuss it with somebody. So what made that final decision happen? So, um, well, obviously, I mean, we, we had the funding. We knew what it required. We understood the business concept. We understood um, the business model. We had to create a business model. Um, and it's a network marketing company because we were previously part of a network marketing company. And so setting that up, one of the things that we did do was, and, and it was it was one of the best decisions that we actually did, was hire a business consultant that ran us through the whole process of everything that we needed to do, how to be SARS compliant, how to be VAT compliant, um, obviously registering the company, considering if you wanted to have, um, you know, a CSI company, an NGO, MPO, MPC, that type of thing. So they really took us through all of the options and then um, assisted us with the business plan and the business model. It was a lot of hard work putting it together and we didn't realize just how much went into it. But it was one of the best investments that we made having that business consultant just take us through the whole process 
and all the costs that it involved. So you have to work out what the costings are. Um, you have to decide, are you going to kind of run the business from home or do you need um, what type of, exactly, you, do you need a warehouse now? What are, what are, what constitutes you needing a warehouse and products, suppliers, all of these things. For That's us, a lot of hard work, a lot of thinking that goes into it, clearly. A lot. We It, it was many, many late nights and early mornings um, of just putting the foundations in place, the foundations in itself. And that is, you know, um, for us, it, it, speaking about your core values, what what are your core values? What, are, what do you want the company to represent? How do you want to be different? How do you want to affect people? Um, what is the impact that you want to have in the market? It was a whole lot of things you had to think about the risks as well, yeah, to think about, okay, well, what happens if X, Y, and Z doesn't happen or X, Y, and Z does happen and this has a knock-on effect on your business? What contingencies are you going to be putting in place? And for someone who didn't have any of that, inform- I mean, I I come from um, a legal background. I come from a risk environment where I worked in corporate in, you know, a, a group risk environment where they spoke about um, – risk and a lot of compliance and <laughs> compliance and regulations and laws. I knew all of that. Um, and I took that knowledge that I had and, you know, I incorporated into it, but there was a whole lot of other things we hadn't considered. So that was one of the best investments that we had made there. But like what I would actually translate that into is you have to know what you're getting into. You have to be clear about what you want to start. You have to know what you want to achieve and you have to write it down. So you actually do a business plan before you even do anything else. You need to sit down, write down what your business plan is and know exactly this is what I want to do. This is what I need to be able to do this. This is where I'm going to get the stuff I need to be able to 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 continue with my business. Also, registering a company, you've got to re- like you yeah. said, you need to decide Processes, whether it's an NPO, is it a is it a is it a, 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 a CC, is it a you know what is it. So, I mean, there's all of that. And I think then you go onto the CIPRA website and you actually, once you know all of that, you go onto the CIPRA website, you go and you you go and check if the name that you want to name your company, because that's important also, yeah. is available. If not, you can make it work. And um, it takes about three days, eh? So, yeah. So you, you can't just put down one company name. You've got to give them a couple of options um, and see which ones you obviously you've got your preference your primary your secondary your tertiary but yeah it does take a couple of days not very long um to to process it and um yeah it's i mean that's just company registration then you've got to think of processes and systems and you've got to put all of those things into place you've got to think of legal documents that you've got to prepare and it's it's um it's it's a lot of work, but at the end of the day, once all of that's done, it's done. And then the business can actually start running its course. Okay, so guys, if you are start thinking of starting a business, I think, you know, do your research. Mm. So you need to research, like go Absolutely. to Cipro, go and look at the website, go and go and go and um research or go and Google things like how to do a business plan. You know, and if you're saying you wanna sell I don't know, sweets, okay? Find suppliers that are cost-effective because you remember you need to do costings. So you need to say, okay, fine, I'm going to get my company going in six months. Mm. So from now, 
until six months from now, I need to be making a profit. So I need to work out what my cost price is going to be, what my selling price is going to be, what my profit margins are going to be, because obviously you have yeah, other operating expenses, yeah, all expenses. of those. And I think a lot of us have, have we've had to get a side hustle. So, you know, your side hustle becomes your, your main hustle eventually. And that's exactly what happened with you. Yeah. It had to become your main hustle. Yeah. But, you know, these are things that we don't think of. You know, you think, okay, fine, you know what, you're going to, like, I mean, there's this girl that started a business. Um, she started making, her son needed, like, a product for his hair. He, he has a certain hair type and he wanted, his hair was dry. Mm. So she, in her house, now creates these, um, it's like, what's it, hair masks. Mm -hmm. And it's awesome. It's like, it's, it actually makes your hair grow and everything. So that started in her house, in her kitchen, because her son needed that. You started your business because obviously you were, you were doing network marketing anyway with the other company. Mm -hmm. And then when they left, you saw the opportunity and you took over, which is great because, I mean, I Googled which other companies there are in this country that do what you do and they are not I don't know if they are. I'm not going to say there's not many. I couldn't find any. So you were like literally the person I could then contact to say, right, this is what I would love to do, which is the ladies' nights. And um, what do you do? And that's how Odette and I have started this conversation. Yeah. So, okay, so how long does it take, right? Because you, you need to go into this with your eyes open, right? So let's say you want to start a business. And you've now gone and you've registered the documents and you now have a company name and you're sitting there. You can now go and open a bank account because you have to have the documents to be able to open a bank account. Guys, you need 500 rand to open a bank account. So then you go and you open a business account for this for this company in the company name. Yeah. Okay, But you also need to realize that at, some, at the end of the year, you're going to need to do some, some tax stuff. You're going to have to do like – you're going to have to get a tax consultant because trust me, it's hard. Okay. You're going to need somebody to do your taxes because at some point, and also you need to renew with Cipro every year, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. No, no, it depends what type of company that it is. Um, with us, we're a PTY limited, so we don't register every year. Um, but just in terms of, you know, your VAT and your, your SARS, all of those things, uh, we've got export licenses and import licenses because we've got, we do have people that are looking in other countries for us to kind of come there as well. So we wanted to make sure that from a global perspective, we covered as well. So those are things that you pay on an annual basis. And you do, you've got to sit and you've got to say, what are my monthly, weekly, uh, you know, half yearly annual expenses that you've got to consider and, and you've got to work that into your budget. Um, but from, you know, from a profit perspective, if you're starting out something small, that's great. You don't necessarily have to just register immediately. Yeah. And that's what's great about having a network marketing company is that we've done all the legwork. We've done all the hard work. We've paid all of, you know, those things. And you can operate your business not having to worry about registering your own company and that type of thing. But if you are someone that wants a brick and mortar type of company, these are the things you do have to consider. Okay, cool. So, guys, that was basically just... A little insight into what it actually takes to start your own business, what it takes, you know, what you should do, the, the, the little bit of, you know, the research that we that you should put into it. Because we don't do those things. We, like, come up with an idea, and it's a brilliant idea. But a brilliant idea 
is only an idea until you start getting the information that you need to implement everything and to make it a success. So, okay, so... Sorry, I just wanted to add on to that. I mean, if you, if you, if you don't, don't just go and do the research. There's so many platforms that you can go and actually connect with people and get suggestions and advice. There's seminars. I mean, recently there was a Leaderx um, seminar that happened, I think it was two months or three months ago. And... Um, that was a platform for all business owners, and they particularly focused on startup businesses that did not even have seed money, that simply just had an idea or a thought. And those were kind of an, a platform where people could go ask the questions, listen to the experts, and get some guidance and advice. It's actually a, that's actually a very good point because I'm a marketing manager. So the one thing that I find, especially on my platform, is that everybody like everybody starts a business because they have to, right? Or they want to or whatever. But they do not know how to market themselves. Yeah. So you're pretty good at marketing yourself. You've got a website, you've got a Facebook page, you've got a Insta page. I'm not sure do you have a TikTok account now? No. You we'll get there. Account? We'll get there. <laughs> okay. But I do all of the marketing. So I do a lot of the work because it's just my myself and my business partner. Um, she's all the way out in KZN. So I do a lot of the, I'm the creative in the business. I'm also the legal person, the processes person, the logistics person. So the shipping and the packing and all of those things because the warehouse is, is in, based in Johannesburg. So I do all of that. So um we we try we try to manage everything that we can. Okay, so when we when we release this particular podcast, right? Um, I will let you know that we're going to release it, and Odie is going to send me a like she's going to send me sample packages of like these boxes that you can order and how it would actually look, and then we would do we'll just do something just before we just before or just after we do the podcast, just to kind of understand nicely because I think it's nice listening to what we're speaking about now. But, I mean, it's also nice to see. I mean, I would love to see the packaging. And, you know, the whole packaging in the packaging so that it's discreet. I like that idea. It's like I've got to open it and then open it again. That works for me. I mean, that's like an entire surprise. It's a process and it's experience. Yeah. I, I, I'd love to do that. So sure. if we Absolutely. can do that, that would be great. Yeah. I mean, just, just so that I can actually, you know, we can actually do an unboxing. unboxing situation. I, you know, I love those things on TikTok. I just don't ever get people see me the stuff and then it's just like, you know, yeah. Like, put it in a box. I also want to say I'm unboxing something yeah. with the tissue paper and the whatever. Create the anticipation so, yeah. and excitement. Exactly. Yeah.